The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. 445-5943 for Tuesday morning in the Berkshires. Let's go, people! Not in Foxborough, it's not. <laughs> TCU, what happened to oh you? Oh, God, please. <laughs> I turned it off after halftime. I lost the third quarter. Boom, boom, boom. Good morning, everybody. How's it going today? At 9.55, we're a little early there. Thank you, Stephen Stills, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Sweet Judy Blue Eyes for getting us an early introduction here on our show. Welcome again to Berkshire Sports Now. Cronin's hook right here on 89.7 FM WTBR. And uh, Mr. Cronin, how the heck are you? Dr. Zucker, it's a pleasure to <laughs> be with you. To call my it's father. a pleasure to be with you. You're not a podiatrist, but you know you're you're I something. Like, so. I play one on television. So, <laughs> boy, what a great national championship game! I was talking to my buddy Keith McPherson on the fan last night because at the third quarter, I'm going, oh, "This is nothing." I basically should have turned it off in the half. Come on, TCU should not have been there. I mean, I'm a I'm a Bama fan. I mean, the Bama could have been there. It would have been a lot more. Well, that, that's why better, next year. Better, yeah. That's why next year it's going to be so good to have a 12 team playoff. A real playoff? Like they're, they're actually going to have a real They're going to have 12 teams next No year. bowl games? None of these useless bowl games? These useless bowl games. Oh, my God. That's going to be so awesome. How do you even coach your kids up for a bowl game that doesn't mean anything? You know, what was it like? It was like watching, like, the, the Cheetos Citrus Bowl. <laughs> what the hell is the Cheetos Citrus Bowl? I don't know. Bowl? Get your Cheetos you know? out and your, your, you know, your oranges and all your tangerines don't and get me have wrong. some Cheetos. I, I'm, and a, some... I'm a fan of Cheetos, but, <laughs> I'm, but but who wants to? Hey, I'm getting geared up for the Cheetos Citrus Bowl. Woohoo! Let's oh my go, God, the, baby. Please, the bowl games got out of control. You know, the, it was ridiculous. The Toilet Bowl, that's one particular game that was not done. The Toilet Bowl. That was not, that was not played yesterday, the Toilet Bowl. It was the Toilet Bowl, basically, last night. So, you know, I barely, rarely watch watch college football. I'm not a big college football guy. I mean, I've, I've been rooting for Bama since I'm a kid because my, my mother's best friend's dad played for Bama. So, you know, I've always been a kind of an Alabama guy. But uh, it's not as – I don't know. I don't enjoy it as much anymore. I don't know why. But, uh, you know. And it's all SEC now. Right. And I'm a Bama guy too. Roll Tide. Yeah, that's right. So, so I'm with you on that. So anyway, well, we, gonna, we yeah. agree on a, on a, on a team. Because we're, right. we're, we're, we we hate every other team that right, we both right, like, right. you know, so that's, that we actually agree on the team. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, so it's an exciting day here at the uh, at uh, WTBR 89.7 because uh, around 10.05 we have the great, yes, the legendary Mr. Joe Beningo from WFAN coming on with us. So uh, I'm excited and uh, it's going to be great. Uh, Joe and I have been talking 20, imagine that 28 years. We talk, started talking in 1995 when I was doing a little radio in Pennsylvania. We used to call him when he started the overnights and then, of course, he and Evan hooked on for the for the morning show all those years, and now he's doing Saturday with Evan again. They brought them back, and uh, he was filling in last week. So I called him up. I said, Joey, want to come on the show? He says, you know, in his big, you know, New York, New Jersey, you know, accent. Uh, of course. Why didn't you tell me, baby? <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm looking forward said, to having Joe on. It'll yeah, be fun to talk oh, to yeah, him. Absolutely. I got to yeah, ask no. you a question. A yeah. couple, a couple of uh, odds, early odds okay. for the playoff games. Yep. Your Chargers going into Jacksonville are favored by one point. I'm worried. 
any game that Brandon Staley coaches, he did. I did uh, I'll give you this. He did a good job this year. Okay, he did a good job. A lot of injuries. And but the, here's the stupidity of it all. Why did Mike Williams play? Why did Joey Bosa play? They both got hurt. Joey Bosa and Mike Williams both got hurt in this game. Now I have no idea what the situation is for next week. Uh, they're, what, they're, what their they're, injury status is, but they're just so dumb. Their seed wasn't going to move. Right? Why would you play? Why them? would you play them at all? Because Brandon Staley is a moron. Well, why you should, would you play them? You know. You know what? You should hope, Robbie. You should hope for. That they lose, and then Sean Payton walks in the door. You, you I mean, seriously, because he, he's targeted San Diego. I, I keep saying San Diego. Denver, yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles and Denver, yeah. Dallas. I mean, you know, he, he wants these warm weather climates. He's putting together an amazing coaching staff. You almost should hope that Jacksonville wins the game, and then they fire Staley. And then Sean Payton comes in there 15 seconds well, later. Well, I don't think they're going to fire Steely simply because there were so many injuries this year. When you look at the, the season, he did a good job. The thing is that I he's never trust him. He's a jackass. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's a jackass. Well, for, absolutely, absolutely. For playing those guys, it was ridiculous. <laughs> why, would, why would you do that? Why would you play those guys? The game was meaningless, you know? Like, the Giant game was completely meaningless. Obviously, and the Giants, you know what? They actually played a pretty good game against Philly. And I'm telling you right now, I like San Francisco better than I like Philadelphia right now because San Francisco is playing ridiculous football. I mean, they're just playing out of their mind. They could put anybody. You could play quarterback. I could, and we'd still win. Mr. Irrelevant turned into Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. He's turned into Mr. Irrelevant. I think San Francisco is going to win. Absolutely. I mean, they're favored by 10. That, I think, is oh, yeah, a little bit of a... I mean, do you think they're going to win by 10 points? Oh, yeah, I think they're going to kill Seattle. I don't even think it's going to be a contest. I think there's going to be two major blowouts. I think the Bills are going to absolutely wipe the floor with Miami, and I think I think uh, the 49ers are going to wipe the uh, floor is, with, with th- Seattle. So. This is my take on the Buffalo-Miami game, right? Yep. Two is in concussion protocol still, saying there's a chance he might play Sunday. If, for some godforsaken reason, he plays on Sunday and gets another concussion after this, DeMar Hamlin, thank... You know, thank God, Demar Hamlin. He, oh, he flew home story. to Buffalo last night. And he's doing well. Thank God. The whole kickoff return. It was three years and three months since they had returned to kickoff for a touchdown, and his number was three. To see Josh Allen have the emotion he had. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there was there's some spiritual stuff going on there. But that was if amazing. for some reason Tua plays. And he gets I don't hurt. think it's going to. That, you know how I, I, that's going to be a catastrophe for the I, NFL. Yeah. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to play. I really do. Teddy Bridgewater's got a. Uh, I think it's going to be that the, the third stringer. I can't even. I don't even know his name. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Sage Thompson. Might as well be uh, one of the station producers. <laughs> Might as well be out there as a quarterback. That's right. We got know? Bob Heck to play. Yeah, Bob Heck can go out there and play. Yeah, we love you, Bob. <laughs> yeah, say, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. We get Sean and Bob and a few other guys. You know, get Matt. You know, and all of them, and just. Uh, yeah, have a little pickup game outside. So four one three four four five five nine four three. Just uh, about a minute after ten o'clock, we got to start a little early this morning. And there's the phone. So let's go to the phones. All right, it's my pleasure to bring in the great Joe Beningo. Joe, how are you? Sean and Robbie, good morning, sir. How are you? Robbie, Sean, how you doing, guys? I'm doing great. On? Thanks, man. Hey, good morning. How good are you? Another day sliding by. Another sliding day. By, yeah. another, nice. Another year down the drain. If you're a fan. <laughs> <of the game. laughs> Oh, the pain. Oh, the pain. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's too much, you know. Thanks for chiming in, brother. It's great to talk to you, man. I, this is great. You know, all the years I called you, now you're calling me. This is fantastic, right? You're retired you now. Hey, man, you know, complete uh, full circle, right? There you go. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So I was telling Joe I had interviewed the fan a long time ago when I was a kid, you know. So, uh, but anyway. So, all right. So let's get right to it, man. All right. What's your plan? If you're All right. You're a Jet general manager now. You're Joe Douglas. What's your plan right now? Give it to me. 
Well, I mean, the first thing you got to do is get a quarterback. Right, obviously. I mean, obviously, the coaching staff, I leave them intact for one more year only because there's no, no better alternative. I mean, you know, we're not getting Sean Payton, you know, uh, Mike Tomlin or, uh, you know, John Harbaugh are not walking through the door. You don't think so Woody Johnson would call Sean? Uh, yep. I'm not looking for the next hot coordinator. We've right. been down that road too many times. Hey, Joe, let me, Joe, let me, let me add, bring LaFleur back for another year. Joe, let me ask you a question. Do you ha- with a mandate that if they don't make the playoffs, they're all gone. Joe, let me ask you a quick question. Do you hang on to Zach Wilson for another year and br- try like hell to try no. to bring in like a Tom no, Brady no, to no. like for one year Absolutely to mentor? Not. You get re- you just kick him out? Kick him out. Get him out. Okay. Get me a quarterback. Get me a real quarterback. Okay. They got to win this year. There's no more nonsense. There's no more developing quarterbacks. Uh, to me, the guy I want is Derek Carr, to be very honest with you. Okay. Uh, he would fit okay. Jackson, I think he's overrated. He's been hurt now two years in a row, and you'd have to give up basically your firstborn child to get him. I want no part of him. Uh, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I do. But Jimmy Garoppolo's another guy that gets hurt all the time. Um, give me a call. He's 32. I'll take my chances that, uh, you know, he gets out of uh, the Raiders situation and really, fi- really finds himself, as we have seen with so many quarterbacks over the years, you know, you look at Geno Smith now. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, Geno's <laughs> a pro Bowl quarterback. So it took a long time. And that's, uh, that's Amazing. you know, and he had to get himself in the right situation. So I would take a shot at Derek Carr. Uh, that would be my, uh, you know, abs- you know I, that would be the first move I do. Get me Derek Carr. Get me a, my quarterback for next year. So Zach sits behind, basically, but sits behind Carr. No, he just said get, uh, I, he I just said get Zach. Zach he said get Zach the hell out. And make him the backup. Oh, get and Zach I, out I, of here, right? I think they're going to get rid of Zach. I just okay. got a feeling. I don't care what they say publicly. Right. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be around next year. I really don't. I just couldn't believe the way the whole thing trans, you know, transpired with you know him being benched and then like the mutiny with the Mike White T-shirts. I thought it was crazy. Right. I just that's where I got on Salah. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of Salah. I know that you know there's a lot of questions around Salah, Joe. But I mean, honestly, I, I just think that I don't know, man. Like we talked about, he's too soft, man. You watch yep. Brian Dable on the sideline. Brian Dable's right in your face when he wants to go in your face. He's in your face. I never see Salah no do that for two years. No question, 100. percent You hit it, Robbie. You hit it. He's too soft. I never see him yelling at the players. I don't know if there's any accountability at all with these guys. Um, you're right. I mean, to me, that's his biggest problem, to be very honest. And like I said, I was going to say to Sean because he's a Pats fan, how sweet was it watching Belichick walk off the field and going home for, for, the, for the playoffs? How sweet was that? I, I, was well, say what, I was going to say what Bob, our, our, our you know, manager here at the station, said. We didn't want to expose the world to how embarrassing of a team the Patriots have. And why did it take Matt Patricia 18 weeks to figure out the Mac Jones likes play action and shotgun? <laughs> I mean, well, I it's call Patriots, Patriots be- embarrassing. They, 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 it was I a mean, bad. I, it was I, a bad year, though, Joe. Got the most out of the talent they got on that team. Okay. Their defense, you know, everybody talks about the Jet defense. Give me a break. The Jet defense is completely overrated. They never take the ball away. Right. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Patriots had seven defensive touchdowns that year. That's correct. Year. And that's and that's one of the reasons why they were in the position they were in, you know, to get at least to you know get into the playoffs. So, uh, I wouldn't, you know, eight and nine. I wouldn't call that embarrassing. You know, it's not like they went two and fifteen. So I, I, I wouldn't say that. Now, Joe, I heard I heard this morning that the Jets did not score an offensive touchdown the last three weeks of the season. Is that accurate? Correct. No offensive touchdown. No, no, no touchdowns. Period. No touchdowns. Period. They didn't okay. Score a defensive touchdown all year. So, how, so why does Lafleur still have his job? That's what I want to know. And why were they throwing uh, Flacco out there? What the hell was that all about? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, to me, the reason Flacco played that game is because they're <laughs> afraid that Wilson's going to get hurt and they want to get rid of him. That's the only answer I could give you. 
The Amazing. only answer I could give you. Ten oh six. You can't tell yeah. me that Joe Flacco gave them a better chance to win that game than Zach. I'm or sorry. one of Wilson's teammates' mothers was there that he had slept with, and uh, you know, <laughs> well, was going to throw something at I mean, him, you know, part, on the sideline. Maybe that's part of the issue. I think that's part of the, the problem with this kid. <laughs> plus, <laughs> he was, plus, he's plus a little Joe. too cocky. Plus I mean, Joe, he's done yeah. nothing, and he's a little too cocky. Right. Plus, he was wearing an Islanders jacket and going to an Islanders game. That was really upsetting to me. So there you go, man. Well, yeah. I thought, but that, that doesn't faze me. <laughs> I know, I'm joking, being, you know, the, yeah, one, being yeah, a crazy Ranger one day fan. One day they're at an Islander game, and the next day they're wearing Ranger gear at the Garden. Oh, they're so, wearing like, Ranger you know, gear, too? I didn't you, know you that. You know how that is. You of know. course. Absolutely. Jumping the bandwagon. It's like the pink hat Red Sox fans. Yeah, exactly. The pink hat Red Sox fans. Yeah. What is that? means that they have no idea why they're at a Red Sox game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the next day they're wearing pinstripes. Just like Madison Square Gardens. Then the next day they're then the next day they're Yankee Stadium wearing pinstripes. You know, it's 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 the it's the fans that don't know the 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 females that don't know what they're doing. I hate to say that, and I hope I don't get kicked off the air for saying that. No, you're not going to get kicked off the air. You know, plenty of guys that don't know what they're doing either. Yeah, like I said, I mean, Fenway's now become a trendy place to go. Let's be honest. I went there. It's a tourist attraction for sure. Absolutely. Yep. I loved going to Fenway. I was going to college. I was doing radio in, uh, in Boston. I was going to college in Emerson. It was great going to Fenway, walking down the Fenway. And, you know, you, you could get a bleacher seat for seven bucks. So anyway, so, so it was nice to see the Green Bay Packers walk off the field, go home too, Joe. You know, <laughs> that was great, right? So, yeah, no, I did enjoy that, actually. Yeah. Um, I was off. rooting hard for the Rams on Sunday because I wanted to see, I actually want to see the Lions make it. Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, Dan Campbell. Yeah, absolutely, former Giant. Well, what a job Dan Campbell did. Oh, he did huh? great. A lot of those teams, and you know, you look down in Jacksonville, what were they, two and six? You yep. know, and, and the funny well, thing. Jacksonville's got a coach. They got a yeah, coach absolutely. in Peterson, and they got a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So how'd you like that you national know? championship game last night? What a joke. Boy, thank God I, thank God I didn't uh, waste too much time. Thank God, because I was worried, how am I going to make it to the end of this game? And, uh, that was never really an issue. How did TCU really. end up getting picked in that game? I know they beat Michigan, but, boy, Bama could have been there. Clemson could have been there. There's a lot of teams. Yeah. Even Ohio State could have been there. But, uh, anyway, yeah, so we're looking at the games this weekend. Well, who do you like? You know, what, what, your, what, what do you, uh, as far as, like, um, you know, who do you think is going to win these games? Start with, well, uh, you know, you know are we games. talking with the points or are we talking no, just, straight out? No, I mean, just straight out, I guess. I mean, I like the 49ers. I think the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl, even with Brock Purdy. Me too. Um, I, I, you know, I'm still debating about the Chargers-Jaguar uh, game. I, I, you know, the, the, the fact that the Chargers are favored on a road kind of leads me to Jacksonville in that game. I agree. Any, any game that Brandon's daily coaches scares me. So, especially when he's right. playing Mike. Well, I told you, when we were talking about this the other day, you and I, especially when he's playing Mike Williams and playing Bosa. Why is he playing this game? It's meaningless. I have absolutely no clue why he's playing these guys. Analytics. Yeah. Your favorite term, Robbie. Analytics. Oh, man. I yeah. hate analytics. Can't stand yeah, well, it. don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, I think we all three agree on that. Analytics, analytics, let's be honest. Yeah. Analytics was invented by guys who could not really play the game right. at all. So they had to show you how, how they're smarter than everybody else and try to reinvent the wheel. And they live in their parents' basement. Yeah, probably yeah. do. Okay, yeah. so, so yeah, so the, the Jags game scares me just simply because I think Doug Peterson's a better coach. And then you got, and then you got the uh, Bengals and Ravens. I like the Bengals in that game, but I think it'll be closer than yep. people think. So Depends yeah. on Lamar. If right. he plays not playing. Not. Is he playing? They, they, they don't know yet. They said he's been walking around. The teammates are trying to get him to – to, they're, they're trying to encourage him Whether to play. Whether Lamar plays or not, I like Cincinnati in that game. Yeah, I do, too. too. I think Cincinnati's Burrow's been, yeah, been, been on fire. Dolphins and Bills, I think that's going to be a blowout. I think the Bills are going to really kick the crap out of the Dolphins. Yeah, well, I mean, especially if you tell me Skylar Thompson is playing quarterback. So is it Skylar I mean, Thompson? You know, Skylar I mean, Thompson. I can yeah. say yeah. Sage Thompson. I mean, for beating the Jets the other day, but yeah. uh, I don't see how they're beating Buffalo. I think Buffalo's going to the Super Bowl. 
myself. Yeah, maybe they're writing that whole thing with Demar Hamlin. What a great story him him getting. Yeah, well, he's uh, good now. He's fine now. And you know, well, so he many. Be fine. At least so, he's out. I don't know if he's fine, but he's certainly out of the hospital. Thank God. Yeah. Hey, hey Joe, are the Cowboys bad enough? And is Tampa Bay uh, well enough with Brady to actually beat the Cowboys? You know, I don't like the Cowboys' favorite on the road here. Yeah. I I, I, I got a feeling that they're going to come up with a, as bad a coach as Todd Bowles is. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's guy's awful. Let, let's. Let's, uh, let's understand one thing. <laughs> this team is 8-9. Tampa, Tampa did not have a winning record. They just happened to play in absolutely the worst uh, division in the world. And, it, and uh, like they say, somebody had to win and, that thing, right? right somebody had to right. win it. Oh, my God. You know, the, I like Tampa. I like Tampa do you with ta- the points. Do you like Tampa? I do. I, I just don't trust the Cowboys. I don't. Hey, Joe, by the way, I just got off the phone before I got on the radio with uh, Larry Steinberg. Did and, you really? And he's, uh, he's, on, he's listening to us today, and he wanted me to give you a shout-out. Well, I, and, I tell him, Larry, hello to you, bro. Hello. It's been a long time. <laughs> he said he was going to listen, so he said, make sure you give that's Joe my, a shout-out. That's shout my out, former so. brother-in-law, so I hope he's doing well. Yes, and you remember you and I met at, at uh, Samantha's engagement party, right? Is that right? I don't remember that. I, I, li- I lived with your uh, ex-wife, Rasha, and Tim for about ten and a half years. They let me rent a room out there, and they were... I did not know that. Well, yeah, I, you, learned something, I learned something new every day. It's a you, small world. You, you, you and I talked... You were very impressed with me because I'm a Boston sports fan, and I was telling you stuff about the Mets, and you're like, well, this kid knows his stuff. Yeah. So well, it's, ni- it's nice, to, nice to talk to you again. Well, pleasure's all mine, bro. So, so uh, speaking of baseball, so where's Carlos Correa going? I mean, this is ridiculous already. Why can't the guy sign a five-year contract, Joe? He's going Mets? back to the Twins. Why can't he just sign a five-year contract? Yeah, These guys I, I are would ridiculous. Agree with Sean. I think he's going to wind up back in Minnesota. That's so ridiculous. Uh, the longer this goes on with the Mets, the longer it's not going to happen. Doesn't anybody care about winning anymore? I love how these guys sign these huge contracts. Like in Texas, right? We got Corey Seager, right? And, and, and uh, what was his, uh, the guy from, uh, from Toronto? I always forget his Simeon. name. Simeon. Simeon, yeah. Right, uh, those right. guys signed with these these teams. Now the Rangers are going bananas. They're spending all this money. I wonder if they're right. going to be good. They actually put a pitching staff together with the old buddy. Well, we'll DeGrom. see. We'll see. We'll see how long it takes before uh, you know Big Big Jake uh, comes down with a hangnail. <laughs> and Nivaldi needs to get the bone spurs removed out of his elbow. You know, like well, you know, th- I love it. They're I, putting together a pitching staff full of guys that are hurt all the time. I love so. it, Joe. You and I were growing up, man. Guys pitched nine innings. What, uh, what they get hundred thousand dollars a year, even, and no now they pitch. And now, I know. And now they pitch five no. innings. They make. $30 million. It's unbelievable. It really is. It blows my yeah. mind. I'll tell you. Yeah. It, it's really amazing. But, uh, yeah, I'm still waiting for what uh, the Yankees are going to do. I mean, maybe they'll make some more movies, but who knows? I mean, I'm glad they hired Brian Sabian to watch over Cashman because I'm not a big Sabian Cashman and, guy. Uh, Omar Minaya is in there, too. Oh, Omar Minaya now, too. Goodness gracious. They really uh, they added a couple of guys. Well, they added some guys that know young talent, and certainly Brian right. Sabian right. was with yep. the Yankees organization and built that team in San Francisco. So. It's hard to believe Cashman still there. Honestly, it's hard to believe Cashman and Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. These guys lean a little bit away toward uh, away from analytics. These two guys, Manaya and Saban, do they kind of uh, are they analytically you know, I driven? Know. I don't or? know about that. I know the Yankees are very heavy into the. I can't the stand the analytics. Yeah. It's, to me, it's really that drives game. me out of my mind, <laughs> especially in basketball. By the way, last night the Knicks lose by four, Joe. And, yep. I mean, I was on with my buddy Keith McPherson last night because I couldn't take the TCU game anymore. And I said to Keith, is it okay that Julius Randle actually head fakes, dribbles the ball, and drives to the basket rather than taking 12 shots from 24 feet? They shot 26% from three-point last night. Look, you don't want to get me started know, on I, the NBA. Like, <laughs> the NBA is, will never be what it once was uh, on awful. the court. And the issues they have off oh, the court, yeah, which uh, I don't want to get into. It's but, just uh, ridiculous. So the NBA will never be. I mean, it's, you know, just... You know, you, 
you know the issues on the court with the NBA. By the way, and I'll tell you something else too with the NBA. Yeah, Besides yeah. the fact that you know, every, every, you know, everybody's chucking up threes. Oh, There's no low post center anymore. You can't play defense anymore. You know, all of that kind but of where stuff. Did this, where did this nonsense start? Like, where did this all start? Like, how did the game all of a sudden change where, you know, obviously there's not a plethora of big men, but big men are shooting, like, you know, three-pointers now. What happened to posting up? What happened to motion of the yeah. game? What happened well, to the defense? the game's all about the perimeter. It's all the perimeter game but it's now. it's so boring yeah, to watch. It. I mean, there was a time when I was growing up, you couldn't win a championship without a, a legitimate center. Right. Now, uh, you know, it's all outside in, this game. It's a it's totally different game. Um, and, by the way, do yeah. I – can we start having the head coaches actually dress like they are? <laughs> I heard you NBA say coaches? that. I heard you say that we're like the schmatas, as my mother oh, would call my it. God. Right? Like they just got out of the workout. You know, uh, <laughs> like Tom Thibodeau, uh, please. It's terrible. <laughs> we're in tight I mean, clothes. I mean, the days of Pat Riley, Chuck Daly, right. Isaiah right. used to dress as impeccably. Right, I mean, as lousy a coach mean? as he was, right? <laughs> well, but I mean, but yeah, he was a terrible coach, but he could dress. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it really, it makes me insane when I see that. I mean, I just, you know, come on. I know it's it's really it's changed so much and it's hard to watch. I mean, as as much as I you know appreciate the athleticism, I mean the Celtics once in a while they pass, but there's no motion. In other words, everybody's four guys are standing around with their hands at the sides while one guy goes one on one. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I, I watch it all the time. Three on one, one fast break, and you got the guy. One guy's kicking it out to the guy at the three point <laughs> line for the shot. You guys want to hear something crazy? Two nights ago, the Celtics played. Al Horford shot his first two free throws of the season. Wow. What does crazy. that tell? What does that tell you? That all yeah, they do is I, shoot I, from I the mean, outside. I understand, bro. I, it's, it's, I, that's it's, one of the reasons that the NBA to me, you'll, you'll, you know, I'll never be into it like I once was. Never. So your pick's the Bills and the 49ers, right, this year? Yeah, I think that's where I'm going. You, uh, and I'm surprised you didn't ask you about the Giant game. Well, I'm going, you know I'm I'm going to. That was, I, was I was just going to ask you that, well, too. Yeah. To, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that was my next thing, but I was going to save that. Um, obviously, being a Giant fan, the last time uh, you know, my first Giant game was 1972 behind the poles at Yankee Stadium. So, uh, wow. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, 1972. Yeah, imagine uh, that's that. Pretty, I Fran Talkerton was a quarterback then. It was, uh, yeah, it was Norm Snead, actually. So Norm Snead oh, was Oh, that gone. was Talkerton gone? Yeah, Talkerton was, was, was gone. What did they get rid of him? 71 he yeah, was gone? Yeah, he was gone. And then Snead was playing. And I remember Rocky Thompson and Ron Johnson. Right. Yeah, but. Two, they actually were decent. They were good. They were eight and six. Yeah, they were eight and six. Yeah, it was. They gave the Dolphins. They gave the undefeated Dolphins a game at Yankee Stadium. Right, right. That's right. Twenty-seven, seventeen that year. Right. I remember. Yeah, I was a little kid, but I remember those games. Yeah. So, but I, I got to ask you about the game against Minnesota. So, to me, it's a three. You know, the fact that they're a three-point underdog on the road—that's that's amazing, considering. You know Minnesota's record and the Giants' record, but you look at the Minnesota. You know they've won all these games by such a small margin. So right, I mean. prime time Kirk Cousins. <laughs> well, they have you know they're thirteen and four, but they got they've given up more points than they've allowed. You know they got whacked by Dallas, they got whacked by yep. Green Bay. I, I tell you though, here's my concern in right. this game. Okay, everybody loves the Giants. I know the Giants, and, and I've been on the Giants all year. I think yep. if I pick some seven and one, I even had them this past week getting a fourteen, and they they wound up covering that without a problem. Um, I, you know, all along, everybody's been saying, well, you know, if the Giants get the Vikings, look out. They should have beat them the first time. You know, 61-yard field goal that won the game right. for them and all. Crazy. I got a feeling that the Vikings going into this with a, with a big chip on their shoulder. I'm a little worried about that from, from the Giants' standpoint. Yeah, I'm honestly. worried about their special teams. I'm also worried about Delvin Cook. The Giants have not been, good, been a good team against the run all year. And obviously, if, if Cook runs, yep. then it's going to open up play-action <clears throat> passing for Kirk Cousins. And for Jefferson is so good. I Look, do I think it could be close? Yeah, because I think the Giants can source, score some points. But my, my biggest concern all year with the Giants has been their special teams. Their kick return yeah. coverage is, you know, is, have just been inconsistent. Hasn't Minnesota won like eight or nine games this year by one score? More. More. 11. 11. 11. It's 11. 11. Wow. 11 out of their 13 wins. 
And I just said it. They've actually given up. They're thirteen and four, and they've given up more points than they scored. That's insane. Which is almost impossible. They lost forty to three to Dallas. Right, right. They lost forty-one seventeen to the Packers. To Green Bay, right. So right there, I mean, you know, and when you got all those one-score wins, you know, it's easy to see how they've given up more than they've scored. But I got a, I just got a, I got a bad feeling for the Giants in this game. I just really do. Everybody loves the Giants. Everybody's been saying all along, if they play Minnesota, you know, the Giants got a real shot to win the game. And uh, anytime everybody piles onto one team, uh, that's the time to go the other way. And the fact that they're only three-point underdogs, that worries me too. Right. It won't upset me if they lose. <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm being fan. honest. I mean, As a I, Patriot know. fan, I won't upset but me you if don't they think, lose. You don't think Kansas City's better than, than the Bills right now? I think Kansas City's better at this point. The Bills have every, all the all the the the, 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 the momentum, the, the, the you know the intangibles. The intangibles. What's the story about they going on playing a neutral field? I mean, Buffalo beat them in Kansas City. Right, right, right. Yeah, they can beat them. I know they can beat them. Just Josh saying, Allen yeah. can be turnover prone. If he can one not one turn the, the ball over, they can be. win that one game. One of the things I'm worried about is they're going to play this game in a dome if they play. Yeah, right. Because the of the coin I mean, flip nonsense. Buffalo Kansas City championship game should be played outside. In a cold weather place. Absolutely. Let's Pittsburgh. be real. They're Pittsburgh. two cold weather teams that play in outdoor stadiums, and that's where that game should be. It should so not wait, they're going to play zone. in a neutral zone now because of the fact that they didn't finish the Cincinnati Buffalo right. game. Oh, it's right. crazy. You got to play it right. outdoors. I mean, it's not football. I'm thinking of John Madden, man. Madden, Madden. Yeah. No, the game about. Be, if they're going to, if they do wind up playing each other, the game should be like in Pittsburgh or Cleveland. I'm just saying Pittsburgh, Cleveland, absolutely. Right. right. Somewhere cold. That's <clears throat> playing Foxborough for God's sake. I mean, you play there too. Yeah. Why not? I mean, anywhere cold, like like Joe said, it should not. This this game does not belong in a dome. Oh, absolutely, I, mean, I can't. The dumbest. Let me tell you something. No way. The dumbest thing the Minnesota Vikings ever did was move into yeah. a dome stadium because when I was a kid, the Rams would come up there, all these teams would come up, and yep. Minnesota would win every time. Yeah, they get to the Super Bowl and they lose. Because <laughs> Fran Tarkin was like my childhood hero, you know. But yeah, they no, get, you're 100 right. You know, so, I'm with you 100 yeah, on that. That was the bro. dumbest thing. It's, uh, you know, uh, I was going to say. Uh, uh, Ziggy Wolf, he you know was a New York guy, right? You know, buys yep. the Vikings and puts them indoors. So that's what it was the dumbest thing they ever. Yeah, did that's one of the indoors. big reasons they haven't been back to a Super Bowl. Ah, I agree, I agree, hundred percent. Nineteen seventy-six. Right. Boston media has been talking about the Patriots building a new stadium, which there's nothing wrong with Gillette Stadium. Yeah, it's ugly. I mean, it's not. I've been there a bunch of times, but they're saying they should make it a dome. No. No, nah, no, dome. no, Screw no, dome. Dome. <laughs> no dome. That's the weather gotta, is the advantage. Field Damn it! Advantage up there. We're playing up in the weather. That's all part of it. It's That's the, part it's of the advantage. Dome stadiums. Give me a break. Absolutely. You get Miami coming up there in in, in uh, December, yep. January. That's the advantage. Absolutely. Yep. The weather. Yeah, Cronin's look right here on uh, WTBR. We got the great Joe Beningo from WFVN at ten twenty one. Joe, so. great to have you on with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Yep. Well, for Rob, you know, I know Robbie a long time. He's been calling me for 128, years. 28, yeah, 28 years. Goodness gracious. Oh, he, he told probably... me he's been annoying the crap out of you for a long time. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't annoy me. No, Robbie's a good man. Yeah, I bet Robbie's a good dude. I, Robbie got me hooked up with uh, uh, hosting karaoke at Michael's for about a decade and a half. So, really? Robbie, I've been, I've known Robbie for a long time. I do a lot so. of singing, but, you know, I just, Yeah, you, know, you got to check out the band. So, so, Larry, Larry said that uh, you and him uh, used to drive around listening to music together. So, yep. he wanted yep. me to mention yep. that on the radio, too. So, Okay, so. okay, so you're on a desert island, Joe. What album are you taking? Because the Beatles Forever is on 4 o'clock today on our station, so that's a good show, what, by the way. Uh, well, how many albums? One am I taking? One album? Well, one album, I guess. One, one, Your favorite. Which one would it be? Boy, I, I, I don't know if I could ever narrow it down uh, to two? one. Two? <laughs> no, I mean, really. I, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if I could narrow it it's down hard to, to one. There's, well, so, well, there's so many albums that you, oh, I know. you know, that, I mean, where, where do you want me to start? I mean, we, you right. know, we, uh, 
I don't know. That is I, so I, many. I there's a lot so that I could. There's a lot that I could throw out. There, if either you know, of you that, say free bird, I'm hanging up. On, I'm, I'm dropping <laughs> no, the mic. No, 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 no. I'm dropping I, the no, microphone and walking like, out you know, the studio. Stones let it bleed. Yeah, uh, that's a great album. You know, I probably would have to. Of all the Beatles albums, my favorite one was Rubber Soul. Me too. There you go. We, I think we talked about Rubber Soul one time. The, Ameri- yeah. the American version, not the version, not the Virgin uh, Virgin, not the ver- version. Right. Uh, out of England. Of the British version. Uh, yeah. I would go Rubber Soul. I would go with Give Me. I mean, you know, Give Me Shelters on that. I'd go Let It Bleed with the Stones. Yeah, that's a great album. Uh, I would go Who's Next, which I think is a tremendous. I'm not the greatest Who fan, but that's a phenomenal album. Oh yeah, fantastic. Who's Next? Who's next? Oh, Who's Next is amazing. Uh, I think you got to put. I, honestly, I think you got to put Thriller in there. Michael Jackson. I think that's got to be in there. Uh, for me, anyway. That was my first year in radio. It was 83 playing Thriller on the radio in uh, Little, yeah, Little Station. Thriller is one of the yeah. great albums of all time. I don't think there's any doubt I'm gonna, about I'm gonna it. Go uh, a li- I'm going to go a little further than you guys forward. I'm going Under the Table and Dreaming by Dave Matthews Band. That's okay. the album I would take. I, I'm a, okay. I've, I've seen Dave probably 35 times in concert. That's who I would take with me. Well, see, so you got to understand something with me. My music, I'm a big music guy, but my my era is 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Mine, me, my That's too. That's why I said I was going a little 80s, forward, like, more forward. To, like, yeah. Mine drift too. Away almost 58. I'm almost 58. Great yeah. drift away. You know? Drift away, yeah. Day after day, I'm all confused. Got to remember that song go. real well. Exactly. Yeah, but I was going to say, um, yeah, so... Um, Basically, uh, we're going to wrap it up in a couple of minutes because I know, and thanks for the time, really appreciate it so sure. much. But uh, yeah, so yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of albums we could do. But uh, I was going to tell you, oh, check out uh, if you're on a Facebook. I know you're not on Facebook much, but uh, check out our band. You can look it up. It's HB Funk and Company. So we're playing. We got I got a seven piece band and we've been playing like crazy. But wow. uh, took a break for a couple of months. Yeah. So All we're right, playing. good. Good for but, you, yeah, bro. So anyway, Joe, thanks a million, man. I'll catch you. Try to catch you during the week. So I'll tell Evan I send regards. He's I know he's living right down where I where I grew up in Westchester. Yep, yep, so yeah. Yep. So. By the way, they took Arrowwood away. They got rid of the whole thing because I was saying about playing golf at Arrowwood. I guess they, they dismantled the whole place. So oh, is that true? They, they purchased, <clears throat> purchased houses are ridiculous. Evan's making the big bucks. It's like a house in purchase. It's like the average is like $1.7 million or something like that. It's crazy. So Joe, can I ask you one question before we hang yeah. up? What do you make of Verlander and Scherzer, $86 million combined, and those two guys are making more money than like eight teams' payrolls? Uh, I love the fact that Steve Cohen owns my my baseball. Team. I know you. I do. love it too. You know, I, mean, I think we, it's we great. We went from the outhouse to the penthouse with our <laughs> We went from the cheapest owners in the history of mankind yep. to a guy now that is going to spend as much as he has to to get a championship uh, to City Field. I, I so love I, it. I had a fig. I had a feeling you were going to say that. I love it too, and I wish that the Red Sox would do something like that. Yeah, that we well, ex- let, we extended Devers, but you know, I, I want to say well, let, let me. Let, I hope you got a couple minutes. Let me go on. Yeah, about go yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we got plenty okay. of time. Absolutely, we love okay. having you on. I always had a soft. I'm a huge Met fan, but I always had a soft place in my heart for the Red Sox. Okay, uh, when I was growing up, um, you know, I, you know, I remember Tony Canigliaro. I, I was a big fan of Tony Canigliaro growing up yep. because he was you know Tony Italian C. guy right. and all of that stuff. And what happened to him oh, was, shame. you know, was, was terrible. Absolutely. But I always liked the Red Sox because I'm not. I couldn't stand the Yankees, <laughs> and, I, and and I wanted to see them finally beat the freaking Yankees. Okay, and I I always rooted for them all the time. In you know to win in America, not against my team in the World Series in '86, of course not. But I wanted to see them win. You know, when they finally got over the hump and slayed the dragon, and when you're a team like the Red Sox, and I've always said this. When, and this is going to be for the Jets, too, if they ever do win. When you win, you got to do something historic to finally end that, you know, long, long bad karma that you've been affected with for all those years, you know. And so the Red Sox had to do it 
in, in a historic way. They had to be the only team ever to come back from 3-0, and they had to do it against their arch-rival Yankees to finally get over the hump and win the World oh, Series. Oh, it sucked right? so bad. <laughs> Tremendous. I mean, that's, you know. That was the, great. The, the, yeah. I was the, happy the for my Red Sox fans. The two LCSs in 0-4 were two of the greatest of all time. You know, unfortunately, the Aaron Boone, but little did Red Sox know that that Aaron Boone home run would be it. That this is it now. That's the last this thing Aaron Boone did that was good. Suffering you're going to have. Speaking okay? of, Tim Wakefield gave up that. That was the first pitch he threw, and they just re-signed him to be their fifth starter this year. <laughs> not well, really. Look, Tim Wakefield was not a relief but... pitcher. You know, he, mean... was a, he, was a, he was a starting pitcher. Well, he came, so out of the, was... he came out of the bullpen in the 11th inning because he went to extra innings in that game. That was the no, last thing. No, I understand. Thing. I'm oh. saying, but he was not, he's a starter, not a relief pitcher, and that was a mistake by, uh, I guess it was Grady Little at that point. Right, right. Putting Grady, him in the Grady game. Little. And he also should have pulled Pedro, too. But that's, we could get into that. Oh, yeah. But that, was, that ended it. And then, you, you know, you did what you did the following year, the historic comeback from 3-0, you win it. And now you've won four. So, so the, the bloom is off the Red Sox rose. They're, the, they're, just, they're the Yankees. They're, they're just as much the evil empire as the Yankees are. And, hey, Joe, I just want to, I want to say thank so you very much. I got no for Red Sox fans anymore. You guys have won four now. Since 2004. Right, and the Yankees can't win at all. You don't have anything to complain about. And the Yankees can't win at all. I just want to say thank you, Joe, for not mentioning 86. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I did. I said I didn't move from in 86. You know. Well, well, okay, well, maybe what you was did. Part? You tell me. Well, well, how old are you? How old are you? Sir? I'm 37. Oh, uh, you're a baby. He's a pup. So you, don't, you don't remember 67. You don't remember 75. But I'm kind of a minor baseball historian. I, I, okay. I follow the game very, very hard. I, I read. He, do, he does. He I, does. I, all the time. I'm, I'm always reading about baseball. The 75 I'm always series. watching the Major League Baseball yeah. channel. I'm always watching old games. I'm always right, reading about right. stats. And so I probably know more about baseball than uh, most people your age. Oh, no. Honestly. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. I'm just I'm not saying that in a mean or disrespectful way. But or 78 with I'm, a Bucky Dent year either. Bucky F and Dent. Yep. yep. I remember no, the I'm 75 a, I'm a, series. Joe, I'm a nerd. I'm a baseball nerd, man. I remember so, the I, I remember the seventy five series. Be a general yeah. And Rob, Robbie will tell you the same thing. Yes, definitely. But I remember and the seventy five series. You know what, Robbie? Series. He could qualify to be a GM if he's a nerd. That's, <laughs> that's basically what the uh, qualifications. Right, are. I'm, an, I'm a nerd, but I'm going to throw analytics right out my window. Well, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a see. Not. I'm a see it. If I see it, I'll sign it. If I was a GM. But you're still a Red Sox fan, right? At the moment, yes. No, I will always, I will always, I will always bleed Red Sox. Yes, yes. absolutely, sir. Of course. And right. they yeah. signed your guy Rafael Devers, yeah. so you're happy. Uh, yes. Yeah, but they didn't, okay, they didn't sign uh, the other. Oh, that was dumb. Philip Bogarts. That was a number of years ago. But what's his name? That they let go too. Oh, Mookie. Yeah, Mookie. Yeah, Mookie. What's yeah, San Diego? What's his name? Bogarts. Bogarts. Oh yeah, Xander Bogarts. Right. They screwed that one up. Mookie. They 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 basically they hired Heim Bloom. As Robbie calls him, Chaim. Well, that's how he's pronounced, Chaim. You have to be a and, Jew, though. And they to... basically pretty right. much said, you know, your first move is you have to trade Mookie. And it was a terrible trade. We got we got Alex Verdugo out of it and right. a guy that we DFA'd. Jeter By the way, how much Downs. do you hate the Dodgers? Well, I can't oh, I can't I hate the Dodgers. You know, you know when I was growing up, I liked it. I liked Sandy Koufax. Like, of course. I, like, I would root for them in those World Series that they were in. You right, because they played the Yankees. against the Yankees, 65 right. against Minnesota. The when they lost to the Orioles in '66, all of that. You guys so gonna I sign Trevor Bauer? Drysdale, you know. But after, I, I couldn't stand Tom Lasorda. Couldn't stand him. Me too. Stand him. Me too. Tommy Lasagna. When they beat the Mets in '88 in that, the, oh that man, LCS. 
with Hershiser and all that nonsense. They should have never lost that. Game. You know what's funny, Joe? That 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 Mets team should have won more championships. Of you course. Know, I told you, tough was my next door neighbor. Of course. You know. I was Davey in L.A. Johnson, as much as I loved him, Davey Johnson, the biggest mistake he ever made was not bringing Randy Myers in to pitch the Mike Sosha. Right. Left and taking Doc out in right. that game in the, you know, game four. Yeah, I remember isn't, that well. Isn't it kind of funny that the most recent World Series that the Dodgers won was was kind of in a fraudulent <laughs> season? Yes, yeah, total BS. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that's that's the funny thing. But Dave Roberts is a horrible manager. How he gets away with being the manager still. I'll always love him for that stolen base, time, but, though. You know, he's, a, he's an iconic Red Sox just for that stolen base. Stolen right? base. Always love him for that. And if they yeah. had replay back then, he might have been called out. They huh? might have overturned that. By the way, replay, I can't stand. Oh, I hate replay. replay. I don't know what get I hate rid of replay in every the sport. Officials. The officials in the NFL are Oh, they stink. Joe, I mean, by the way. There's yeah. no other way to say it. I, know, I agree with you, though. You've said this for years. Give the give the coaches four challenges and stop with the replays. And that's it. Give the coaches challenges. When yeah, they want yeah, challenge, yeah, that's yep. it. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. it slows yep. the game but down. Make it, part of this, make it strategic. Right. Make it a strategic thing. And, you know, whatever the call is on the field is, is what it is. Absolutely. And, and did, did you know for the because first – Some of these calls, it's, it gets to the point, like, with some of these, you know, you, you, catch, a, you catch a pass, a, a, a ball that's been a reception forever, and the guy catches it as he hits the ground. The ball maybe touches the ground and moves an inch, and they call it an incomplete pass. <laughs> just... uh, come on. Did you know for the first three-plus quarters of the Patriots-Bills game there was no flag thrown? What, in the game Sunday? Is that right? Yes. I didn't know that. The first three-plus quarters, there was no flag stone. Well, the Patriots have gotten I mean, let, you know. They, Whenever you know they go to yeah, yeah, you, you, you don't want me to get me, get me started on the Patriots. <laughs> I, still, I still can't believe that in the Raider game, okay, the game that you guys handed to the Raiders. Oh, I my God. Don't, don't get me started on that one either, Joe. Come on. A lateral? <laughs> don't, a lateral? That's he, how I started to go. He said a lateral 50 times a couple weeks ago. Freaking lateral? But the tying touchdown in that game that made it 24-24, Keelan Cole for the Raiders had his foot out of bounds. Right. And they didn't, call, they didn't overturn the, the call. And it was clear. His foot, his toe was off. I agree. It was, that I, mean, was, I was happy they didn't overturn it, but I mean. You I'm, know, sure, yeah. I'm sure you were, but still, that was. That was you guys, the, speaking, of, speaking of a team that's won enough, I mean, let's, you know, come on. I mean, you know, you guys, you, know, you guys are set for the next 40 years as Patriot fans. Okay. And Belichick, be and Be- Belichick goes. Yeah, I just want to let you guys know that uh, <laughs> I am, uh, I am coming back to coach next year. Bill's, and, Bill's uh, the greatest coach of all time. Bill, Bill Belichick, better than Lombardi. Better than Lombardi. In the history of sports, period. You, you think name, so? There's nobody that comes close. Better than Lombardi. Nobody. Lombardi, hey. Red Auerbach, wow. Phil Jackson. Wow. Well, nobody. Phil, Phil had so much talent. Hey, uh, hey, Joe. I just got a text from Ralph Romeo. He said to say hello to you. Ralph Romeo. Yeah, better known as Ralph in Manhattan. You know Ralph. Oh, Ralph in Manhattan. Oh, Ralph in Manhattan. He said, "Does he go?" He said, "Say hello to Joe for me." So oh, tell Ralph I said hello. Tell Ralph I'm still waiting for him to get me that that part in some movie. <laughs> well, he's he, he's he's listening. So if he you're was, talking, he's he he can hear you. Ralph, me, uh, Ralph, what's the story here, bro? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he was my acting I'm coach. Play, I'm ready to play that Godfather right. in some uh, mafia movie. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he was my acting coach in the city. He's a great coach. He's a great a great actor too. I mean, he he actually auditioned for Cheers. He could have been better than Ted Danson. Really, he could have been better. Really? So he's, wow. He's more handsome uh-huh. than Ted Danson. So anyway, yeah. So now he's in Washington. Wantage, New Jersey. So his show is on five days a week now. Where so my is he? mother, well, he's living in Wantage, but he, you know he's uh, he's on WPAT four five days a week now. So, so I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So he's a, he has a great show. In fact, my mother called him the other day. My mom moved up here to the Berkshires, so finally she gave up Florida to come here. So thank God. 
Your mother gave up Florida for the Berkshires? Yeah, because she wanted to be near me because my, my stepdad had been gone by, what, nine years already. So, yeah, she said she oh, wanted wow. to be near me, boy. so it's, it's been good. So boy, it's, I'm glad boy. she's up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I don't know if I'd be doing that. <laughs> I know. She says to me the other day, I love the weather. What are you talking about, Mom? It's like 20 degrees and cloudy. It's well, awful. A lot, yeah. It's more than just the weather going from Florida to Massachusetts. But, again, that's... That's for a different radio station. Yeah, well, you know we had, I mean? yeah, I know. But well, we, we had a home there for years. My parents had another home there. It was wow. crazy. It's yeah, actually wow. been a pretty pleasant winter to the start so far, but we're going to get pounded yeah, in February. Bad. Not too bad. I actually played golf last week. I know you so were saying I, I had a funny feeling you were on the golf course uh, when I called. <laughs> I said he's yeah, probably on the week, course. It was like 70 degrees. Yeah, we played. Yeah, my, my wife s- and I. My wife was a better golfer than me. We oh, played no kidding. Week. Oh, wow, that's yeah, interesting. No, she's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's great. So, yeah, best to Terry. So, hey, Joe, thanks a million. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. And, uh catch up with you I mean, when uh, it was great you know having you on the uh you know uh, doing this the uh, pilot you know the solo show i was saying that when you uh you know go solo on the uh, on the fan during the week uh, for teaking and tyranny it was great it was really great right. so. joe when are you uh, on the, when joe when are you on i'd like to listen to you more it's on saturday's mornings 10 o'clock yeah now i'm on saturday morning uh, just that saturday 10 to 1 i'll be on with uh, my old partner evan roberts we do the saturday show together. i know evan okay i might have to call and harass you once in a while <laughs> right I used, to speak to Evan when he's ni- I used to speak Sounds to Evan good. when he was 19. You can ask me all you want. I'll send you, I'll send you, I'll send you a, a Gino Capaletti jersey. Oh, there you go. Really, <laughs> right? Wait, there you go. Gino Capaletti. There you go. The old, the old Boston right, Patriots. You, har- you harassed me right back. Thanks. That's, that's you know good. I mean? that, was a, that was a good comeback. Steve Grogan, Stanley Morgan, all these. Oh, did I love those guys. The old oh, Scott Zolak, the best to, ever. Yeah, I used to ha, like, ha, ha. I used to like Zolak. So well. Zolak <laughs> is the biggest homer that ever lived. Let's oh, my God. He's awful, man. I can't stand him. Zolak is the homer to beat all homers. <laughs> what about that all well tight end, Russ Francis, going long? Remember, right, was, Russ we, Francis was great. He was great. Oh, Russ, Russ Francis hey, was The really old world tight end oh, before before Kellen Winslow was the old world tight end. That's right. Yeah. So, all right, Joe, a million thanks, brother. Guys, take care. Feel good. Thanks Thank again. you so much, much Joe. Right, good to thanks. talk to you. All the love. All the love. Thanks, man. All the love, brother. You got it. Bye. All right, the great Joe Beninga right here on WTBR. 89.7. That was fun, huh? That was great. That was... That was the, the, my favorite spot that we've had so far. Definitely, man. Since we've been together. There you go. I mean, you got no, to speak a lot. There you go. No, I nothing, got to shut no, up. <laughs> nothing, nothing against Ralphie because I love when Ralph calls, but, you know, you don't get it, you know, when Joe calls, man. That, oh, that, yeah. I mean, well, I say when Joe calls, when Joe called. That was great. <laughs> and uh, it, that, that was fun. Yeah, that was uh, really, really fun. Absolutely. So we're going to take a break because we need to, you know, because the station needs to, like, uh, get some things uh, settled here with a few uh, – PSAs and a few uh, show uh, advertisements. So, uh, by the way, uh, Beatles Forever at 4 o'clock with Pete. And that's a great show. Tune in. You got WTBR all day long for excellent programming. So we're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back. All if right. you play that, you guys rock. WTBR. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, Sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Bridger County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. 
tune in and be entertained and educated. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Yep. We got something for just about everybody. Hipster. WTBR. Welcome back to uh, Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin Zook right here at 1041 on a Tuesday morning. Thank you so much to Joe Beningo. That was, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Follow. Yeah, we got to do that it again with Joe for sure. I want to send him something too. I got some artwork. You know what? I got to send him a bottle of scotch. We got to send him some scotch. He loves scotch, so. But that uh, was really awesome. And we're joined right now by WPAT's Ralph Romeo. Ralph, good morning. How are you? Wonderful interview, guys. Thanks. How you doing, Ralph? I, uh, thank you, John. Thanks for the good words. I appreciate it. I keep an eye on my phone the whole time I'm, I'm in here. So that's why, that's why I, saw your, I, saw, I saw your text. I'm like, I'll give, I'll, I'll give Joe a shout. And he, Joe goes, who? And then he goes, and Robbie goes, Ralph from, you know, and he goes, oh, I'll tell him he still owes me that. So that was funny. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> it wants I'd, to like be... to, I'd like to cast him in the film. He'd be a perfect time. Absolutely, yeah. Remember when we were filming in the city, you and I and Kristen? That was so much fun. Oh, my God, that was a blast when we were in the I city know, filming. Christian's obsessed. Christian's filmmaking his movie. 
Yeah, I know. I'd love. I always told him I wanted to be in some of his films because he was such an interesting character. You know, he reminded me so much of like a sort of a Brando sort of kind of uh, you know uh, thinking of uh, Salminio type of character. You know. Well, you know, you know, it's been my fault. I haven't gotten in touch very often, but he actually, I think he gets married every other week, so he's hard to follow. <laughs> hey, Ralph, I got to tell you something real quick about your phone. It's yeah. like, you know, you look at, like, a cell phone charger, how, like, the battery, like, you know, when you're charging it, it gets, like, a little better and yeah. better. Your phone connection has gotten a little better every week. You sound the best I've heard you sound in a while. He's closer to Brooklyn well, as well. When I, first, when I first started the call, the, the connection was fine right from here, but I don't, I don't know what happens here. But I'm in, my, I'm in my living room and trying to do the best I can here. Well, you sound great. It's, 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 oh, great. can actually hear you without, without the... <laughs> You know, there's well, no Dixie that, Cups man. and strings going on. Let's talk some sports. What Glad do you got? To Glad to hear it. Well, you know, the one thing that stands out, I'm not a football guy. You know my stand on football, especially when this poor guy almost ended his life on a field. You know, I think it's violent. I think it's a little bit uh, self-indulgent. But, man, when, I, when you talk basketball, there's a game I really enjoyed so much, and they destroyed the game. You know, you talk to Joe about it. He brought about the three-pointer, all these kinds of things. If they played back, if one team said, you know, I'm going to play basketball the right way, they may set a precedent, and you may find the big man coming back to the NBA once and for all. Do you know who Robert Williams is? Not offhand. He's the center for the Celtics. Uh-huh. So the other night I put on the four, you know, my, my father and I were sitting around watching the, oh, we're just flipping channels, and the Celtics came on, and it was the fourth quarter. And the Celtics actually inbounded the ball inside the paint and he actually had like three or four dunks and i'm sitting there going uh-huh. that's old school basketball that's how the game should be played they weren't just jacking up threes every other shot i mean that was that was fun to watch it was like physical they were letting them shoot letting i mean and and he's a big dude and he was just i mean that was that like you're saying the three-pointer that's all basketball is, but this, but but we got we got a few minute glance at what the NBA could and should go back to. Well, it's not physical anymore. That's the problem. There's no physicality. Well, the, ref, the refs let them play too. Good. That's about it's about time. The three pointer is supposed to be a catch up thing. If you're down, right. you, you rely on the three pointer. It's not your main strategy for the whole game. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, well, now they're shooting three pointers on their first possession. <laughs> I mean, how does? How, let me ask you this: How does a guy like Tom Thibodeau sit on the sidelines, okay, as a coach, and watch Julius Randle chuck twelve shots, uh, thirteen shots, whatever it is, from the three point line and miss twelve of them last night when they lose by four? And all you got to do is fake head fake and drive to the damn basket and get to the line. Then they can't make the foul shots anyway. But if he would have driven to the line four times last night and made like four or five shots. <laughs> and foul shots, they would have won the game. And they only lost by four to Milwaukee, and they were up by 17 last night. So uh, the analytical uh, is, is, the analytical whole principle just bothers me so much. I can't stand it. it it's just so ridiculous. It's so annoying yeah, to watch these guys take 24-foot bricks. It's you, you so annoying. Happened, I, think that, I think in the NBA they stopped doing uh, the cocaine they used to do. <laughs> because at one, at, one, at one time in the 70s, man, what a game it was. They all killed cocaine-fueled. It was fantastic. <laughs> Do this you, game that we have now, it doesn't even resemble. Do you remember? Yeah. Nate, you know that guy. You know the guy Naismith with his peach basket rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Dick Young used to call Michael Ray Richardson Snowy Ray Richardson? 
I loved him. I yeah, loved that guy. Yeah, Dick Young used to call him Snowy Ray Richardson in the, when he was writing, you know. In, in, How about Ray You know, Sean mentioned a guy named Williams. What about Ray Williams, New York Knicks? I shot baskets with Ray Williams. May he rest in peace. And, of course, he and Gus grew up not too far from me, uh, you know, in Mount Vernon. They were stars, and especially, uh, you know, in Westchester. They were the big guys, you know. And then, and then uh, of course, they went into the NBA. And Ray was an okay player, but Gus was a tremendous player. Gus was an all-star. Gus was a great player, too. So, uh, but I yeah. brought it up on your show before. The, uh, Bernard King was on. Oh, I love Bernard King. A little, bit, a little bit later, you never hear anything about Bernard King these days. Why isn't Bernard he, King's he jersey? Why isn't his jersey retired? By, why did they retire his jersey by the, the Knicks? I don't understand. The Knicks, the Knicks have forgotten that guy. I, I swear, he was the whole team for years. The Ernie and Bernie Show. Remember Tennessee? It was him and Ernie Grunfeld. By the way, I shot baskets with Ernie Grunfeld and Butch Beard and Ray Williams one day at SUNY Purchase. It was so much fun. We had such a blast. And Ray well, Bill, was sh- Bradley, Bill Bradley and I once shot free throws. Nice. And the guy just he stood at the free throw line back in, I guess it was maybe 1979 or so. Right. And he hit, I was, I was a kid, my father, and it was an event of some kind. The guy, the guy hit 28 free throws in a row without even trying. My, yeah, my dad made 30, I swear to God, this is the honest truth, may my dad rest in peace. He shot 37 free throws in a row from our driveway. It was unbelievable. My dad was a tremendous shooter. Huh? He, he knew that basket inside and out. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ralph, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop into the Millennium Falcon on Star Wars here and, uh, you know, go light speed into the future real fast. What do you make of this Carlos Correa situation with your Mets? Well, you got damaged goods, you got damaged goods there, Sean. You got a guy who you have to give up on. You got to collect the insurance, do what you can to get you know, reimbursed for this mistake. You know, when you get a guy like that, you got to vet these guys. These guys go in. It's kind of like a politician, never been vetted, and you know, you let them right in the Congress, like they well, did with McCarthy. Well, Steve, I mean, not McCarthy, uh, uh, Santos. Santos. So uh, now you got a guy. Santos. Sean, Santos is a, a fraud. He didn't really vet properly, and now you got to do the right thing and get him off your team. He's a lost cause. Well, he's technically not on the team. The problem that we have now is that they agreed to a contract with him, and Steve Cohen announced it. But you're not supposed to, as an owner, announce a player officially signed until they take their physical and it's agreed to. So they're now saying that Correa is negotiating with, with the Twins again. But why can't he just take a five-year contract? What is with these guys? Why do you need? Why does everybody need an 11, 12-year contract? Why can't you take five years and just play baseball? Would you rather play for the Mets and have a chance to win the championship or the lousy twins that basically stink every year or when they do win, they get knocked out by the Yankees? I was so just going to say, I was just gonna say I mean, every, year they, every year they make the playoffs, they lose like, to the Yankees. Just, every nobody, year. Nobody yep. cares about winning anymore. Answer to that question? You want the answer? They'll, they'll take the money every time. I mean, nobody yep. gives a crap about winning anymore. It's just unbelievable to me. Oh, we don't but hey, Ra- hey, Ralph, we were, all, you know, we were all wrong about Aaron Judge, though. I mean, the Padres offered him $414 million, and he stayed with the Yankees for about 60-plus million oh, less. And, and, and by the way, Sean, I heard he's off the juice. He's down to 150. <laughs> so he'll only hit like 23 home runs this year, right? Maybe well, he's down to Roger Maris's side. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to cut the sleeve? Wait, is he going to cut the sleeves off? Like you know, like what's his name, Rocky Calavito, or maybe Maris had the, the cut off sleeves. He's going to get a crew cut and again go the Michael Jackson way. <laughs> he ought to sign up to your workout program that you post on you know your YouTube uh, workout videos. He, hey, he, let, let me let me tell folks about that YouTube page. Okay. YouTube channel. If you go to if you go to Ralph Romeo Fitness and Radio on YouTube. 
I'll teach you how to work out from scratch. If you've never touched a weight before and you're a total amateur, I will teach you. I am a total amateur. How to utilize those weights. I am an amateur. I want to learn because I want to get better in better shape. I want to get stronger because obviously I'm a professional singer. By, by, by the I way, I got to get stronger. My body. By the way, Robbie and I are disappointed that that uh, you know the listener uh, show didn't happen down there in New York. And yeah, so, well, but, we, when you when you backed out, I said forget it. Uh, I was I was I was told I was told. I was told by my 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 partner over here that you had canceled the show. No, not at all. I yes, did. I, didn't, I, didn't cancel, I didn't cancel the show. No, he didn't but cancel we didn't the show. Have it. Cindy and I. No, not you want to make this good and cause everybody. Oh, you're right, talking, oh, you're talking right. about the New York show. The New York show. Oh, oh, New York show. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So if you if you do something like that, I will be there next time. Well, here's the here's the tentative date, May nineteenth, my wife's birthday. Very nice. She'll she'll turn twenty five on May nineteenth, <laughs> and and we're gonna have that extravaganza that day. Okay, May nineteenth. Yes, it's and a she's Friday. Be, okay, she's come of age on the on the nineteenth. I won't be accused of robbing the cradle. <laughs> I'll be a uh, thirteen on that day, so that's excellent. Perfect. Well, you know, you look great for your age. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate hey. that. Well, well, one question. I'll let Rob Fried get on the line. Hey, there's, there's, there's one thing I have in mind that I don't, I never under, Now, let me ask. Let the me ask Rilla Robbie and Manila, Fried versus Romeo. Let me ask Robbie a direct question. I have, I have a condition in my feet. I'm not kidding. That, that extreme cold makes my feet hurt so badly that I'm in tears. Ask the doctor. Don't ask him hard questions. Don't ask him about the pancreas. Ask him about my, my big toe on my left foot and why it's so painful. Ask him that. I'll be forever grateful. I thought you meant B. Now, 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 listen. This station is called WTBR, not WWE. Okay? This is not World Wrestling Entertainment. This is... I tried to ask Dr. Oz, but he's bitter from his loss in uh, upstate there. Yeah. Hey, listen. He's a fraud. I got, I got to run. I'll let somebody else get on the line. I appreciate it. No problem, buddy. You hey, got Ralph. Thanks for calling as always. Have a great week, man. I'm glad you. I'm glad you spoke okay, to my man. mom on the air. That was. Hey, great. Ralph. Don't forget to send me that email. Bye. There he is. <laughs> All right. Ralph Romeo, right there on WPAT. This uh, is this his, has been that, a. He hosts there. We're WTBR. That's his station. So anyway, he hosts there. But these uh, last two weeks have been quite the. Uh, Bizarrely entertaining shows, haven't they? Absolutely, yeah. It's been a lot of fun. So 10.52 right here on WTBR 89.7, Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin and Zook. It's 10.52 on a Tuesday, so give us a call, 413-445-5943. That's the number to tune in here. So uh, we got about, what, 10, about seven minutes left, I guess. So uh, so I think the Giants are going to win. You do? I do. Okay, I think they're going to lose in a close game. I think they're going to win. Okay. They lost in a close game by a sixty-one yard field goal. I just, yeah. I just, I just think that y- y- you look at. I mean, Kirk Cousins in a standalone prime time game. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. Doesn't matter what the hell time of day it is. It's the only game on TV, and he tends to struggle <laughs> mightily in those games. Okay, and I think the Giants have the firepower to win the game, and I think the reason is. Brian Dayball has found a way to coach Daniel Jones. I mean, he threw for two and ran for two last week. 
I'm not right? saying they're not. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not going to score points. Not, they'll not score this some past points. Week, the week before, they'll they score some them. points, but they turned the ball over three times last week, but last Vi- time with Minnesota. The, and that's the, what cost them the game. They put the up almost 500 have, yards of offense. But the Vikings have a terrible defense, and like Joe said, they've won 11 games by one score, and that doesn't bode well. I I just think the Giants they just they're. They're they're playing with house money right now. I know they are, but I'm just saying. I just think that, like Joe was saying, Minnesota I think has something to prove because a lot of obviously they're not being respected being a three point favorite at home against the Giants. So speaking of Minnesota, speaking yeah. of that division, right. what the hell is going on with the Packers? I mean, what's good? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I, I, I'm going to need. I think to he t- should retire. I I'm going to need some take. But he still has I'm going to need to take some time off and think about things. Free agency's not till get some March. shrooms there. Got some shrooms going. Well, he goes, there. Free agency's <laughs> not till March. Uh, don't you think they'd like to know what he's thinking before March? He's making it, fifty million dollars. Do you know that a year? Do you know Crazy. who he's? Do you know who he's dating now? No. He 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 broke up with the witch doctor that he was dating. <laughs> he's now dating the daughter of the Milwaukee Bucks owner. Lovely. Which he's part owner of too. Did you know that he's got stock in the Milwaukee that, that Bucks? I, that I did not yeah. know. That yeah. I had no idea. So, so that that, that guy's just a kook. I mean, I I, I was infatuated with. So Rogers. is he going to be with Green Bay next year? I, obviously, I think he's going to come back. He's he's contracted to come back, right? For one more year, is that correct? So I heard a poll question on the radio yesterday. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, where does he play next year? Green Bay, Jets, Raiders. He's not going to the Jets. Green Bay Jets Raiders other. He's not and going, I'm going to the Jets. There's no way in hell he'd go to the Jets. The well, only it, reason he would go to the Raiders, would. the only way he'd go to the Raiders is because Devontae Adams is there. Well, the problem with the Jets is the Jets would have to give up the ship for him. They'd have to give up so many picks to, to, to get him. So, And he's, he's 38, you know? It's like, and the Jet offense, you know, when he talks about this, the Jet offensive line stinks. It really stinks. I mean, it's bad. So you got to clean up the offensive line next year. I don't care if it's you know Carr playing quarterback or Baker Mayfield they're getting or Garoppolo or anybody. The line has got to improve. I mean, Becton's gone. He didn't play. He's been a complete bust. And it's, I'm stupid because I wanted the Giants to draft him. And obviously, Thomas has worked out. It's interesting. You know, Gettleman, we got on his case, but all these guys have worked out to be pretty good players. They really a have. A few of them have. Absolutely. Well, Dexter but, Lawrence, certainly. Julian Love, certainly. I agree with Joe, though. you got to get Zach Wilson the hell out of oh, town. we got a phone call. Hey, we'll take this phone call. It's about four minutes. Good morning, you're on WTBR with Cronin and Zuck. Who's this? Well, this is going to be such a letdown from uh, Joe and, hey, Michael. and your last caller, but uh, here I am from Ocean City, Maryland. Hey, brother, what's going on? Hey, man. I got about three minutes, so go for it. Well, that's why I'm, I'm going to make this brief. Um, if Joe is still listening, um, probably via uh, Internet, um, Frank Snyder from Ocean City sends his regards. I don't know if he'll remember Yeah, I'll Frank. tell Joe. I'll text Joe and tell him. Yeah, he's not listening, but I wanted to convey that uh, directly from Frank. Um, great, great show, guys. Thanks. Really Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm still slightly aroused about the uh, Devers re-signing. So, you Me know, too. It's been, it's been week, so uh, my prediction for the Super Bowl, Cincinnati and Philadelphia, and Cincinnati wins it all. There you go. You think the Bengals are going to win it all? They're on a roll. They've won, what, eight in a row now, I think? Yeah, more than I have. So, I think... Uh, <laughs> I got Niners Bengals, man. That's who I got. So okay, that's that's you know I'd love to see anybody but Philadelphia, you know, um, at this point. But the Giants, I mean, my God, that's this is gonna be a fun weekend. That should be. I love. I love wild card weekend. The best to me is usually the championship games. Not actually, not the championship games, but the but the divisional divisional games after wild card weekend. You know, you know it, really good. It, it pisses me off that they're putting games on like Monday night now. They've never uh, done that before in the playoffs. Like that's annoying. 
6.30 um, Sunday night for the Ravens game, and I'm like, I'm not even going to be awake for that. And then the Patriots, not the Patriots, I, I keep saying the Patriots because Brady, I'm used to Brady. The, the Cowboys, Bucks, 8.15 Monday night, really? Yeah. What, what, what are they doing? Oh, so so they're, they're appeasing the West Coast folks, right? Oh, we get a 5.15 football game on Monday. Thanks, thanks for us people on the uh, East Coast here. That you know we have to stay up all day and wait till eight fifteen to watch a game. It's probably gonna suck. The game's probably gonna suck because both of those teams I'm suck. Through, uh, I'm glad I slept through that game last night because that was a. Debacle. Oh my God, was that awful? I oh woke. I woke up midway through that game. My father wasn't even watching it. He had some like British game on TV, and I was like, Dad, do you remember the game was on? He goes. Yeah, he flipped the channel. It was like thirty-four to seven, and he went right away from it. Like, what a, what a disaster that was! You could have turned your set off in the first quarter. What That's a how bad it was. Disaster that was. That it was, was ridiculously awful. Bad. Awful. I mean, I thought TCU. I mean, this kid is supposed to be pretty good at quarterback. He was terrible. How the hell did they beat Michigan? I have no idea. And they're Absolutely saying no clue. Saying that Stetson Bennett's going to be like a fifth-round pick. I think, yeah. he's, I think he's a little better than that. I don't I don't know. I, I can't really tell with these guys, honestly. I mean, with these quarterbacks in college, half the time you never know whether they're going to be good or bad. You know, really. Seriously. We, we got to thank Mike for calling here real fast. Here, yeah, absolutely. We only have like a minute. I can't believe it. I know. It was a good show, though. Absolutely. Hey, Michael. Yeah, so uh, what's your Super Bowl prediction? Uh, I think the Bengals over the uh, Eagles. Wow, you got the Eagles going. To, I like San Francisco, but you're right. The Eagles have the home field, possibly. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think, da- you know, it's funny. Dallas was terrible last week. But if Dallas would get their thing together, Dallas has a lot of talent. I don't know what's going on with Dallas. But, they, you know, Dak Prescott so inconsistent. I can't believe it. Anyway, buddy, I'll catch up with you later, right, man? Okay, good luck, guys. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for tuning in. I can't believe we're wrapping it up already. My, my goodness gracious. My, my good buddy Jake Provost just actually said that Aaron is staying in GB and Brady's going to Oakland. Wow. Well, Jake, I agree with you on Green Bay, but I think Brady needs to retire. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Joe, thank you for calling in. Ralph, thank you for calling in. Mike, thank you for calling in. Robbie. See you next week, buddy. A pleasure, my brother. You got it, brother. All the best. Let's go, Patriots. The Berkshire's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield, Massachusetts.